I've, I've seen less scary. I'll say that. Um, you sure. Put, you need some bug spray? I, yeah, sure, why not? I'll take your word for it because I thought that. <laughs> Don't breathe it in. And tell me what to do, man. <laughs> I, <laughs> you can do whatever you want, man. Let's get shit, brother. <laughs> 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 Damn, no. I still got that fucking shit in my mouth. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, Product review for off. Not the tastiest. As far yeah. What is, um, it, is it like? Is it like alcoholy or what? It's it's got a it's just got a, an aggressively chemical flavor to it. Um, yeah, grab a grab a slug of my delicious. The only joy I have left. This is. <laughs> I gave up diet coke. Not gave up. I stopped drinking diet coke probably about a year ago. But now that I can't eat anything fun or drink anything fun, oh man, it's all I fucking diet got. coke That's is your I big got. vice. That actually, oh boy, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one worse. It's normally diet Dr Pepper. No, that's not worse. It's more fun. It's a better drink. Yeah. Uh, the Diet Coke tastes like drinking an aluminum can. Somebody was talking big shit on, on Dr. Pepper the other day, and I, I was surprised by how defensive I got. I was like, you put respect on the good doctor's name. Well, Dr. Pepper is, <clears throat> other than maybe a, a fine uh, root beer mm. or a sarsaparilla, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't have time for much else. Like, I do want to. I do want to have. I have soda beef with you, my friend, because I was listening to some back episodes of your podcast. Go on. And you're talking about Fresca, <laughs> and how it's only a thing that no one actually buys. It's only foisted upon you. Yeah. The only thing me and my dear departed grandma Loretta, rest in peace. Uh, she's in Catholic hell now, I think. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the only thing we agreed upon, disagreeing on such things as uh, gay people, evil, sure. or yeah. uh, black people, big evil. <laughs> uh, but we did agree that Fresca is a wonderful uh, drinkable snack. So Now, uh, that's entirely fair. I will, I will walk back my criticism and say Fresca is either foisted upon you Yeah. Or a necessary prerequisite of visiting the elderly and infirm. A hundred percent of my Fresca purchases are subliminal um, grandma issues coming to the surface. I think. <clears throat> yeah, the uh, the only I've, I've, I knew one guy, one guy who bought Fresca, and it was uh, my my mom's work friend. He's the kind of guy who had like. He had a laser disc player. Nice. And he had some uh, probably from Pier One imports like masks on his wall. Oh boy. Uh, I feel like he wore a lot of turtlenecks, and uh, he had cable. So occasionally we would go over there and watch uh, Beavis and Butthead. Okay. Uh, a lot of mixed signifiers here. Is this like an NPR liberal or? It felt, it felt like an NPR liberal. Um, and uh, the oh, I'm like, do you have anything to drink? He's like, I've got Fresca. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm eight years old and I'm angry. Yeah. Even now. And like, that's a, that's a sugary carbonated drink. I should have been fine with it. Yeah. You're like, fuck. You're like, I got a better soda called tap water. <laughs> Pour me some of that. I'll go drink out of the gutter. <laughs> How about that? Do you have a hose? Wait a minute. You're dead. You'll be dead for 30 years. <laughs> well, speaking of things that you might find in a gutter, you're listening to Boohaha. This is a mostly bi-weekly, monthly, quarterly podcast that is ostensibly about ghosts. 
but is more often than not about tangents and uh, soft drink beef. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Each week, month, quarter, I bring my nearest and dearest to an increasingly alarming cemetery to regale them with spooky tales of boogers and goobers. (laughs) (laughs) And this week, my nearest and or dearest is the hilarious Dave Lowry. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, We're posted up at the cemetery. Um, You have brought a series of eerie photographs. That's right. Um, It looks like a crime scene. Yeah. What well, an altar. <laughs> hang in there. It will be. Ooh. <laughs> but now that we know that there is, in fact, a dude who has been seen wandering around with knives, uh, yeah, we, we don't know how the night's going to unfold. Yeah, that was your big lead-up uh, warning. You were like, just a heads up, no big deal. There may be a knife person. I sh- in fairness, I didn't think of it earlier. <laughs> it's a great defense. <laughs> in fairness, I don't care about it. So. I Look, I had some notes... And was that on, like, page two? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I feel like there's safety in numbers, and uh, worst-case scenario, we can probably run. Yeah. So, you know. Eh. And we've got, yeah, like you said, we've got, um, well, it's, it's a terrible thing to mention on the podcast, but if you were here, you could see these creepy photos. <laughs> and this dollar store uh, mm. light-up ghost that I brought along with us. Which uh, looks not unlike a giant, spooky, discarded condom. Yeah. Ooh, I'm Ooh. full of dead kids. <laughs> <laughs> Much like the cemetery we're in right now. <laughs> yeah. Dave has been dead for a century. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, each week I pull together some, some spooky ghosts from my guest's neck of the woods or wherever I happen to have a book from. This week it's the latter. We're going to be talking about spooky, spooky tales from Virginia. Yeah. Uh, the, the better of the two Virginias, as I understand it. Yeah. Southern Gothic. Yeah. I like it. Spooky. Spookerino. It's going to be great. Uh, before we do that, uh, tell me a little bit about your beliefs in the spoopernatural. I, uh, I describe myself as a spooky Marxist. So <laughs> I, I believe in science and the material reality uh, of things, but I really like um, religion and the rational side of things and experiencing spooky things and thoughts. Sure. So I, I, I think atheists that are hardcore and out and proud are kind of the most boring and obnoxious <laughs> people out there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, spooky Marxist. Anybody, anybody who's too sure of anything kind of stops being fun to be around. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I'm speaking out of school here. We're big horror movie fans. We yeah. like spooky things. Uh, you know, if... You know, even, you know, past and future guest Michael Garcia, uh, who is the biggest curmudgeonly atheist I know, <laughs> is like, yeah, I'll get spooky. It's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, he can appreciate it. Yeah, he's not going to sit there and point at a horror movie and be like, you don't exist. This is silly poppycock. You that know. ghost isn't real. There's not a, such a thing as a pumpkin head. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's where I draw the line. I oh. actually uh, I actually have a roommate who's like a hardcore hardcore anti astrology guy. He's always talking shit on astrology, <clears throat> and I think it's very funny because he's also the biggest fucking fantasy nerd I've ever met in my life. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what's your big beef? That it's all make believe? It's malarkey? It's yeah. a waste of time? Tell me more about your Magic the Gathering tournament that you just came back from. Like, I love when somebody's blind spot is so clearly illustrated like that, where you're like, oh, but, um, 
That being said, almost every astrology person I know really wants to tell you about how the system could work for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is like, it's fun. Like, you know, somebody's like, oh, you know, it's a Taurus, something or other, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's fun. And then they're like, so what you should do? I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. I don't do that. I don't do my spookiness like astrology people do theirs. Yeah. Like, I'm, I I never go out loud. I'm like, hey, you know, this really echoes some Zoroastrian ideas I've been reading about lately, y'all. <laughs> Just FYI. <laughs> As opposed to, I was literally working for a guy today, and he kept being like, well, you know, me and my Virgo brain has to fix this garden a certain way. And I'm like, I don't know what that means, but let's just keep going. <laughs> that's all right. Um uh, yeah, it's uh, any any time the belief system becomes uh, prescriptive. Sure. It's it's I'm like nah, I don't I don't want that. Yeah. Yeah, let me just let me just enjoy my spookiness. Hell yeah. So, so spooky marxist I think I think it's safe to say we could probably lump you into the 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 category into which the overwhelming bulk of our past guests fall, which is hopeful skeptic. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, it would be it would be great if if a cooler, better, more interesting world, if there were, say, um, a Wendigo. Specifically, I'm going to disagree with a Wendigo point, <laughs> but generally speaking, yeah, ghosts. Okay, that's a pretty. Oh God, we got big emergency roll. Are they through. coming through the cemetery? No, they're up there. It it almost feels like uh, like some 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 fate is trying to prevent us from recording this. Yeah, a ghost that drives an EMT <laughs> vehicle, I guess. Um, <laughs> I think of, of all of the cars, you know, people are like, oh, spooky hearse. No, it, spooky ambulance. Speaking of, of spooky ambulance, has there ever been an ambulance, like undead ambulance? Oh, well, there is a movie called The Ambulance. Oh, okay. Um, th- which is very terrible. So asked and answered by myself. That, okay, cool. <clears throat> that's fair. Um, like, yeah, I, uh, you know, in the same way that people are like, you know, ooh, cemeteries are spooky. And I'm like... You know, yeah, to a certain point, but, you know, I think a hospital is scarier. Yeah. Inevitably, the place where the dying is done is spookier than the place where yeah, the past dying. Yeah, tense. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. there's dead people everywhere. You yeah. know what I mean? I yeah. mean, I was thinking about this on the bus ride over here. My house is very, very old. I don't know how old exactly, but there's definitely been at least one person that's died there. I was wondering about this, too. I, You know, I've lived in some pretty old buildings, uh, the place I'm in now, it's like it was it was built. It's, I think, the newest place I've lived. It's from the '60s or the '50s, I think. But that's still 70 years, statistically. Yeah. You know, probably one. Uh, yeah. And I get those fucking mosquitoes rolling up. Ah. <laughs> <clears throat> we just had a mosquito try to bite my fake ghost. So this thing has paid for itself already. <laughs> yeah, the ghost. The ghost is distracting the mosquitoes from us. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. Give myself one more little yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> it's the residual spray. You, you want more of that? <laughs> you got it. Get a hoof in. Yeah. <laughs> it's still there. Um, uh, but yeah, like that's it's one of those things where it's like uh, you, you never know. Uh, my suspicion is, you know, either it's all hokum and it doesn't exist because I've been, I've been in so many spooky places and surely I would have seen something. Uh, or is it like, is it an X-Men thing where it's like, you either got it or you don't, mm. you know, it's like, oh, you got the ghost gene, you got, you can see them or you can't. It's fucking nothing, man. Yeah. I mean, my mom lives in a haunted house and she sent me a picture and she's like, I was just mopping the floor. 
alone with shoes on. Okay. And uh, it's a freshly mopped floor, and there's just a series of barefoot footprints running through it. Oh, my gosh. And you're like, why not me? Why? <laughs> Did you have, was jealousy your first? Immediate. <laughs> immediate jealousy. I'm like, fucking, I'm never going to see something like that. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm like. I wonder how far would you think that instinct would take it to be like, oh, your mother is, is found dead from a clearly supernatural event. And you're like, ah, oh, so lucky. <laughs> so I, greedy my mom is. <laughs> I'm going to say the, the, the jealousy would taper off somewhere before there. Okay. <clears throat> like if, if my mom were to text me and be like, the, the ghost clawed my arm, I'd be like, I don't want that. Yeah. That's, that's fine. Footprints, sure, you know. Uh, apparitions, sure, don't touch me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same rules for ghosts as for literally everybody else around me. I want, I know I'm with you. I want the scares from the first 10 minutes of a ghost movie and not, not, the, not the escalation yeah. later. Which <clears throat> is probably likely because I would think we would have the sense to leave. Yes. When, you know, as soon as the door moves two times and you, like, see hands clapping uh-huh. in, a, in, a, in a wardrobe or whatever. Oh, like, you bounce one ball out of a shadow at me. I'm, I'm like, I'm done. I'm going to go away. Yeah. Sorry, George C. Scott and your fucking changeling house. I'm, I'm done here. <laughs> um, go watch the changeling. It's great. So, okay. So, hopeful skeptic. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. Probably. Who knows? Let's see if some of these... Uh, terrifying tales i'm throwing up the biggest air quotes i can uh will change your mind oh okay um so as i said you know we've been keeping it loosier goosier during the pandemic sometimes we'll we'll skew a little bit further afield from your hometown um and i don't have any books from your hometown which is st louis missouri beautiful st louis missouri yeah gateway to the west etc etc sure half of mcdonald's (laughs) That's what we're famous for. We were going to build the world's biggest McDonald's signs and, and got depressed and gave up. You know, you know the, uh, the, the land on which that arch stands is a national park? Oh, that, may, that tracks. Yeah, the three, the, the like two square blocks that yeah. it's jutting out of. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's of course. It's a beautiful national park. Um, that's all. That, that seems like the most exciting. Is, it, are there, is there stuff there? You can go inside it. You can take an elevator all the way to the top. I've never actually done it because who cares? <laughs> I've been, it's like being at the top of a building, but you're like, what, this one's shaped weird. Would the escalator like start vertical, but then by the time you get to the top, you're kind of a little bit more sideways? Is it just like they're dragging <laughs> you're it up? like <laughs> leaning on your shoulder. <laughs> oh, or, that'd be so good. Yeah, maybe it's like a funicular. There's gear. I don't know. Anyway, um, sounds dumb. Yeah, no. yeah. It sucks. Yeah. I hate the St. Louis Arch. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was like, hey, if you can find some St. Louis ghost stories or at least something Mississippi, sure. spook them ups. Yeah. And uh, helpfully, what did we go with? <clears throat> we went with Virginia. Yeah, close enough. Close enough. <laughs> it's, it's over there. Um, yeah. You know, so I have so many of these books that at this point I've, I'm seeing the... Uh, the spooky matrix code behind them. And in the spooky South book, I saw three story titles that I also saw in spooky Canada. Uh, okay. So, you know, who knows? I, who was to say? Yeah. Really. Some of the stories we're reading tonight might also take place in Missouri because mm-hmm. nothing is real. Yeah. Well, Nor does mean, it matter. yeah, I think, yeah. Demons have their playbook for sure. Yeah, they'd be they'd be probably haunting the same way. You you, you can only uh, haunt a house so many ways. It's yeah. not like skinning a cat. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> so many ways to skin a cat. You know that thing we all need to do? Yeah. Um, I just learned today that rain when the sun, raining when the sun shines out, you say, I guess the devil's beating his wife, which I just don't like. I don't care for that. <clears throat> I've heard that. And... First of all, it makes zero logical sense. Absolutely not. I don't understand what that has to do with weather. <laughs> but, uh... Um, you think that's just, you know, old... Oh, that that fucking loon, the village lunatic, was like, he's devil beating his wife. Yeah. And someone at the bar's like, yeah. It's got a ring to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, won't be problematic for a hundred years. <laughs> <clears throat> um, well, uh, with that, let me give you a list of, of things from your beloved hometown. Hometown, St. Louis, Virginia. Yep. St. Louis, Virginia. Uh, we have... The finger bone. The wi- no, sorry. Big witch's shoulder. Okay, I like that. Uh, trail of blood. Classic. Goggle-eyed Jim. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the black dog. Oh, okay. Uh, how mm. those? Any of those? Any of those strike your fancy? Well, shout out to the Patrick Swayze Meatloaf Trucker Joint Black Dog, one of my favorite <laughs> movies of all time. <laughs> Pretty great. I kind of, I kind of wanna, yeah. Let's 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 rock some Black Dog. Honestly, right. going with the, going with the Black Dog. <clears throat> that one, it feels archetypal. Mm. Where you like, you know, it'd be like, you know, big spooky spooky Black Dog. Yeah, this is from. Beautiful Bedford County, St. Louis, Virginia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We just we had traumatic brain injuries earlier. Yeah. Meanwhile, down in Miss Virginia, <laughs> I'm going to Tallahexas. Those could all be real place names. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No disrespect to any of those real places. Hmm. <clears throat> Some disrespect to those places. So in the film Black Dog. There's the myth of a black dog, which uh, is a trucker, a sort of specter that haunts truckers specifically. And it represents like <clears> guilt <throat> and the dark side of trucking, which is to like run contraband and do crime stuff. Okay. And so if you're a trucker and your your speed's wearing off and you're kind of like starting to kind of get your drift off a little uh-huh. bit, you'll see a black dog. This is all in the world of the movie. Sure, sure, sure. And that, yeah, that represents basically the dark side. So you become a trucker uh, Sith. Okay, Instead sure. of a trucker Jedi, I guess, which is what Swayze is. Slightly cooler lightsaber. So I'm just wondering if this story has anything <clears throat> to do with a, with anything that I just said. I'm hope I'm hoping that it does. Um, I like I like the idea of uh, the, the the dark side of long haul trucking. Uh, also, not to get on too much of a tangent, but it it, it sounded for a second like you were going to talk about that. That song from that like one minute in the seventies, where like every song was about long haul truckers. Oh sure. Where it's like Teddy Bear and like Fan- Phantom Four O Five maybe or something. Okay, okay. I have to. I'm. But yeah, where it's like you know, guy gets picked up by a trucker and then uh, dropped off at a at a diner. He's like, oh, Big Ed, Big Ed dropped me off, and then the waitress is like, well, you know, Big Ed's been dead for years, but every once in a while he'll give some. Fucking degenerate, a ride to our diner <laughs> so he can come and trouble us. Yeah, I love the idea of being like defying the grip of death just so you're like, 
That hippie needs a ride to, to Kansas City. Gas, gas, oh grass. So long walk to Salt Lake City, brother. Zip. <laughs> yeah, the, the ghost. The ghost is still like. A couple of bucks for gas money. <laughs> I'm dead, not rich. Yeah, um, yeah, and he like he like so, not so subtly uh, insinuates that you should blow him. You know, and you're just you're just blowing a ghost. Oh, you know what I could go for? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing about being alone in a truck. Nobody's here to put social stigma on you. I haven't felt the touch of a woman since 1902. Ooh, I'm a dead person and I'm horny. <laughs> I'm horny for the grave. Don't worry, only ectoplasm comes out. Oh God. <laughs> just, just puffs of dusty air. Well, let's see, maybe that's what the story is. I yep, don't know. We know. Um, the black dog. In the end, he didn't come back. All the rumors, all the malicious gossip, all the sad looks boiled down to one cruel fact. My husband, gone to scout out a new home for us in America, never came back for me. Ah, rude. That's a bummer. Yeah. Um, although, like, with the length of the trip, maybe he's just dead. Yeah. Are we, have you picked up any context clues? Are we in Oregon Trail Times? Uh, unclear. So far, we, we, we know that it's, it's Virginia. Virginia. That's all. So that could be, I mean, culturally, yes, they're still. (laughs) (laughs) Month after hard month passed with nary a letter, not even a brief note or message sent along with the sea captain. So it's, it's it's a ways back. Yeah. No word. A year passed, then two, and then civil war came to the Americas. Mm, There we go. Yes. And I lost all hope of hearing from my husband. Just assume that he he went to fight for the Confederate. He was a bad person. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I bore it with a brave face as my friends stopped talking about his imminent arrival, <laughs> and my enemies gossiped about another woman or foreign riches or both. Uh, yeah. All right. Both. Sure. Good for him. <laughs> Look, we should be so lucky. Get a piece of ass out there, and I bet she's loaded. <laughs> <laughs> As for my family, they were indignant on my behalf and didn't know what to say. Neither did I. At first, I was bewildered and upset. Why hadn't I heard from him? What was causing the long delay? Then I was angry, almost believing the spiteful gossip about another woman. But as the slow years passed, so did my anger. Remembering the love we'd shared, I knew in my heart that James would never leave me for another woman. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, whatever you gotta tell yourself. Something must have happened to him. That was the only explanation. Would I go to Virginia to check it out? Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we'll never know. (laughs) Um, With this certainty came fear. Was he ill? Dying? I couldn't bring myself to think that he might be dead. (laughs) It's it's the 1800s. Yeah, 50-50. If he was, somehow he'd let me know. My James would never leave me in suspense. He'd cross the divide somehow to speak with me. Okay. All right. My family and friends thought I was being extremely foolish when, on the eighth anniversary of James's departure, I announced that I was traveling to America to look for my husband. 
Well, okay, there we go. All right, We're on board. No, it took a few years to think, consider. Look, okay. I gotta wait. For, let's wait for the civil war to boil down. She's like, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get dumped by a ghost text. You ever get one of those like, uh, "Hey, I'm dead. You up?" <laughs> I got a boo John letter. <laughs> <laughs> the Civil War had ended at last, and I was determined to find him. My mother said, you'll, you'll only be hurt again. But I had to know what had happened to him. Even if it turned out he'd left me for another, I had to know. So I booked passage on a ship to Virginia, and spent the next several seasick weeks on the high seas. Nice. Well, college detail did a lot of barfing. Sure, just <laughs> I got really thin and cute from puking. Dear John, in my heart, I know that you've never been. <laughs> Please excuse the fine film on the letter. <laughs> this letter's been varnished. Okay. <sighs> I came ashore at last with only one trunk, a pocket full of money, and an empty head. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, she is a woman. Am I right? Satire. Satire. <laughs> she's vomited out all of her organs oh, at this God. point. Uh, she's like a mummy. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, somehow I had to find James. Dead or alive, with another woman or... Or waiting faithfully for me. I had to find him. Um, I hope that this pivots towards, like, Quentin Tarantino revenge. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I was met on the dock by family friends who lived in the area. They welcomed me with open arms and offered me the first comfort that I had had in eight years. Eight years? Jesus. Also, like, why didn't you write to your friends and be like, hey, can you look yeah. around? Can you see if you can fucking find him? This is a very strange twist. Is James around? Didn't, 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 first time that's come up. Yeah. Um, like me, they were convinced that something had happened to him. We reminisced about old times over dinner, and my friend Alicia said, The thing I remember best about James' last visit was that huge black hound of his. It was as large as a pony and as gentle as a lamb. Lord, yes, her husband laughed. The beast came right into the dining room one night as we were eating roast and begged so solemnly for a taste of the beef that we ended up feeding him right from the table. He's like, I knew he, f- he would found a new bitch. <laughs> Dog jokes. <laughs> he never let me eat from the table. <laughs> He sat up on his hind legs as if he were a tiny lapdog, and I swear his head was higher than mine. It felt good to laugh after all the years of pain and worry. Then my friends told me the areas where James had intended to scout for land, and together we planned my journey across Virginia. It was a long, hard task, I decided myself. I stopped at one town after another, inquiring after James and his big black dog. Even after eight years, folks remembered them well. James was a gregarious soul who made positive impressions on everyone he met, and nobody could forget... That big black dog, Solomon. Oh, okay. I guess that's... Sure. Solomon. Good name for a dog. Good, yeah. Yeah. Good boy. Much heartened by the news, I followed in James's footsteps, viewing properties he'd prospected, talking to their owners and staying at the same inns. At first, there was plenty of news about my missing husband, but the farther inland I got, the clues petered out. After six months of searching, I found myself grasping at the smallest rumors, as if they were precious pearls, and trying to keep my heart from despair. Mm. Six months... Six months. Nothing better to do. Yeah. Nothing. All right. By pure chance, I happened upon a backwoods Virginian who remembered meeting James and Solomon a few years back. It was the first lead I'd had in weeks, and my heart raced with joy as he accurately described my husband and his big black dog. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a fellow. His name is James. James. Big dog. Yeah, big dog. I remember. <laughs> who can forget? <laughs> Not a lot going on in Virginia uh, for this to be like, oh, unforgettable. <laughs> I, uh, I came down from Maine. Uh, yeah. 
that's the that's the accent I'm doing here. Um, they had last been heard of in Bedford County, where they planned to look at a small plantation for sale. He gave me the approximate location of the plantation and the name of a good inn nearby. My heart raced as I bade him farewell. I felt as if I were getting close to my goal at last. I also sensed something else that I wasn't yet ready to admit. Everything I had heard during my search reinforced my belief that James hadn't left me for another woman. He'd spoken so fondly of me and our life together wherever he went that I was convinced that infidelity was not behind his disappearance. But that left only one other option. Something had happened to him. Oh, no. Ugh. Uh. After freshening up a bit, I went down to the main dining area for supper. I listened with one ear to the local residents as they sat at the bar and discussed events. You know, events. Uh-huh. Well, let's see. There was a civil war, and one time I saw a big dog. That's about the only... Yep. Everyone I know is dead, uh, but here we are. Um, I had just started eating a delicious piece of apple pie when they started talking about the black dog that haunted the pass in the next county. Okay. Ooh. My head jerked up and my hand started to shake so hard that I had to put my fork down. <laughs> a black dog? Why, Solomon was a black dog. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> no, we know. We've been reading the story. <clears throat> Apparently, the black dog appeared every night at the same spot near the top of the pass. It walked back and forth along the trail as if it were guarding something. And folks traveling along the path swore that the beast was a ghost. Some claimed to have watched it pacing all night long, only to vanish with the sun's first light. And according to the locals at the bar, a group of young rowdies once went to the haunted pass to see the black dog. Their horses panicked every time they drew near, and they were forced to spend the night on the trail, unable to leave until the dog vanished in the daylight. Whoa. Oh, that's a, that's a bummer of a party. They're just like, hey, chat, let's go mess with that specter dog. And then it's that like, spooky dog. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's bothering our horses too bad. We gotta wait. <laughs> Smash cut to the next morning. They're walking home, pants full of poop. Oh, man. There's more poop in my pants than usual. <laughs> it's the 1800s, so there's always some. Mm-hmm. Um, the next night, they came back to the pass, determined to kill the black dog. Wow, okay. <laughs> Fuck that dog, you made me poop my pants. <laughs> uh, but their bullets passed right through the spectral dog and kicked up dust on the other side. Mm. Frightened, they bolted down the trail, never to return, while behind them the black dog kept pacing back and forth, back and forth. By this time, I had covered my face with my hands, nearly bent double with pain. Oh, my. Having, she's having like a like a Christopher Walken in the dead zone kind of a moment, you know. Um, the innkeeper's wife saw my distress and hushed the patrons at the bar as she came to my side, thinking that they were frightening me. She put her plump arm around me as she tried to lead me upstairs, but I stopped her. I must see the dog. Please take me to see the dog. <laughs> I love this. The poor innkeeper's like... Oh, I, I didn't think that my apple pie was that bad. Also, like, do, are you writing down that my arm is plump? I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> it's it's weird that you squ- squished my chubbies. This <laughs> <laughs> comes up to, the, well, I have to see the dog squeeze, squeeze, <laughs> squeeze. <laughs> um, 
I saw a sudden flicker of understanding in her eyes. She'd been working here when James had passed through years ago, but until that moment she'd never connected the spectral black dog with the disappearance of my husband. Her voice grew husky with suppressed emotion. Really fucking fat oh. shamey here. <laughs> she, had, she had major fat voice at me. <laughs> <laughs> Poor dog. <laughs> That's just share. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey, you need your dog. Oh, the huskiest of singers. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. When they heard my story, they agreed to take me to the pass. Before we left the next evening, I made sure I was wrapped up warm, and they gave me a flask of whiskey, just in case. Just in case. <laughs> she dot, didn't, dot, dot. Yeah, she didn't specify in case of what, but we both know. <laughs> Maybe that's just a Virginia tradition. I'm just like, here's some shine, just Here, in case, here's your of booze. life. Here's your booze, away we go. <laughs> the ride up the pass seemed to take forever, and yet it passed quickly. All right, make up your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, the truth was at the top of the ridge. I knew in my bones. We rounded a bend, and in the light of the rising moon, I saw Solomon pacing... S- I saw Solomon solemnly pacing. Oh, terrible writing. Jesus Christ. Solomon solemnly pacing along the trailhead ahead of us. Like a bad M&M bar right there. Good God, yeah. There was vomit on his sweater already. (laughs) Um, I closed my eyes for a long, sorrowful moment. Then I slid off my horse and called my dog. Solomon stopped abruptly and turned his great black head towards me. Then he let out a single bark of greeting and ran down the path towards me. My legs gave out as I sat abruptly on the dirt path as Solomon loped up to me. And when he reached me, he laid his head in my lap and moaned, just like he used to back home in England when he wanted something. Oh. Yeah, cute ghost. Yeah. I embraced him, though my arms met spectral coal where once was warm flesh. Okay. Okay, bummer. Um, Where's James, Solomon? Take me to James. At once, the huge hound rose up and started up the path, pausing every few feet to make sure I was following him. Behind me stalked a cadre of frightened but protective Virginia men. What? <laughs> wanting to make sure that I was safe. <laughs> That's adorable. I suspect that the dog is going to eat her. I want to make sure. <laughs> I put money on the dog eating her, so let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Solomon stopped suddenly beside a large rock at the end of the trail. He pawed it anxiously and gave a long wail of grief. Then he vanished. Oh. With tears streaming down my cheeks, I asked the innkeeper and his son to dig at the spot indicated by the ghost of my faithful dog. And after borrowing picks and shovels from a local resident, it didn't take them long to uncover the bones of a huge hound and buried beneath it the remains of my husband. His signet ring still on his finger. There was no sign of his purse, which I assumed he must have been robbed of and slain up there in this lonely pass, not long after leaving Bedford County. The robbers had killed Solomon, too. Our dog was very protective and wound and would have tried to rip out the throat of anyone attacking my husband. Yeah. Sure, tracks. You saw how my dog greeted you today. Yeah, no, he went right for my heels. Yep. <laughs> She's very small. <laughs> the heels are like the neck of the leg. It is, it is. We took them both back to the inn, and a local minister had a lovely funeral for my husband and his dog. I wept as he spoke of the faithfulness of Solomon, who had kept the vigil long after death. Uh. <clears throat> uh, anyway, I realized at that moment I could say, yeah, anyway, whatever. We're done. It's um, all fucking dumb wrap up now. Um, I realized that I was done here. I didn't belong in Virginia, and my family was in England. And that's where I would return. 
I booked passage home, spending my last night in America with Alicia and her husband. We don't know who that is. Who is Alicia? Unclear. Oh, Un-fucking-clear. boy. Unfucking clear. I'm going to be generous and assume that it's the innkeeper. Okay. Uh, well, all right. Sure. Why not? Sure. I don't know. Um, the one with the husky voice. Is that, husky voice, is that just any time <gasps> you're talking about dogs? Yeah. Is a husky voice? I always get a, I always get a certain tone when I talk about hounds. <laughs> I, love, I love a good Malamute. <laughs> I love a good Malamar. <laughs> um, does Solomon still haunt the pass? Alicia asked as we parted for the night. I shook my head. The innkeeper's son went up to the pass at sunset to watch for him one night before the funeral, but he never appeared. Well, sounds like his job was done, Alicia's husband said. Now he can rest in peace. Yes, now he can rest. And may you rest in peace, my Solomon, I thought as I as I readied myself for bed. And thank you for watching over my James so faithfully. Okay. Is that is that the end? End of story. End of story. Yeah. Um, couple questions. All right, do, do tell. So if uh, this guy is wrongfully slain, then why isn't he doing some haunting? He's chill, <clears throat> but like his doggo is just gonna not do much. By the way, just hang out on the spot. He's very this this spooky dog is very non-confrontational. Do you do you think that it has less to do with the dog protecting the husband and more just the dog being a little bit territorial about the bones? Um, they are known for that. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. He's, <laughs> that'd be a, such a better twist if like. Yeah, uh, Solomon walks out with a bone, like tail wagging, but it's like, I don't know, the finger bone with the signet <laughs> ring on it or something. Something. One of one of the husbands. <clears throat> yeah. The the reason the the ghostly dog wasn't patrolling the path, uh, patrolling the pass, was because like the ghost of the dog was up there like chewing on a, a fucking femur. I mean, like it's, he's just he's happy that they finally dug up the bones for him. <laughs> I just feel like structurally, I'm not into this story. Like, wouldn't it be more interesting if this lady's in England or Ireland, unspecified foreign country? Yeah. Um, and she wait, she keeps waking up, and there's this weird black dog. Yeah. And it's just like it, it takes her on this transatlantic journey. She doesn't know the dog. She doesn't she, know the dog. She comes to realize like it's the same structure. Like she gets there, and, or like maybe at the very end, that's the reveal that like yeah, yeah. Well, and they found him there with the bones of this big black dog. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, it was protecting him. Like, <clears throat> uh. yeah. This story, uh, it it kind of puts everything right out on Front Street, and you're like, uh, well, okay. There's not also I'd love a twist that um he's dead in the arms with his with his new love. <laughs> yeah. It's a real like, <laughs> yeah. They went up to this hill so she could fucking blow him and a rock fell on them. <laughs> um, yeah, that is if anything a more <laughs> realistic take on this. Um Yeah, I mean it's uh, you know what in theory fine. Um I remember in uh, scary stories to tell in the dark, there was one about like, you know, a, a, a guy who killed somebody in the past uh-huh. and um, found himself continuously haunted by the guy's dog. And oh, at some cool, point, cool. the guy doesn't go to work, and so the cops go out to look, and uh, all they found was him there, slaughtered in his bed with a bunch of uh, dog footprints just around the house. That's spooky. Yeah, that's good. Much scarier than what we just read, which sucks. Which I would tell all dogs go to heaven after hanging out in Virginia for eight years. <laughs> Uselessly. <laughs> the Virginia is like purgatory for dogs. It is. Yeah. 
Well, um, you don't have to fill out that sentence. You could just say Virginia is like purgatory. Fair. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, take that, Virginians. Yeah, no, I'm going to give that one uh, like a solid one out of however many bones are in a dog skeleton. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. No stars. I didn't, I didn't, I one star. I didn't care for that one. That was a stinker. It yeah. was a snoozer. It was a boozer. It wasn't great. wasn't what you wanted. It was a loser. Um, I would give it a half-eaten doggy uh, treat out of five. <laughs> I'm glad there was a little, there was an upswing at the end of that sentence, which <laughs> made me very happy. Um, one half-eaten dog. Um, um, so I'm sad to say that um, that story has nothing to do with the film Black Dog and its own internal mythology, other than being Southern, which that movie is very... Yeah, frustratingly, I think that the just a brief like one page synopsis of uh, the movie Black Dog would have been more entertaining. Yeah. Did I mention that there's like this movie called Black Dog with Patrick Swayze and Meatloaf and it's a trucker action movie? That that does sound much better. Um, All right. Let's see what uh, see what I'm going to do. Well, that was not, that was a very bad generic story, but that's what I got. I did pick the one called the Black Dog. Like you that know, is not I mean, that sounds like a vanilla story. You never quite know is 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 the unfortunate thing. You know, sometimes sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. That's the state motto of Virginia, I think. Also, <laughs> just like a shrug. Uh, I think I might go with uh, the finger bone. Mm. Finger bone. <laughs> <laughs> and and the story sequel, uh, Fingerbone 2, colon, Danger Zone. <laughs> uh, this is a little tale called The Fingerbone by Ooh. Lee County. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lee County, and I'm here to tell you a spooky tale about my finger bone. <laughs> As a preacher, I've seen some strange things during my years of ministry, but the one that stands out most in my mind, is the incident of the finger bone. Mostly, as a preacher, I take confession and I hear a lot of stories of uh, finger bang, but uh, this one is a little bit more interesting, I think you'll find. I hear about plenty of boning, I hear about plenty of fingering, but there's only one finger bone incident. Um, I was traveling through Lee County. What? Is that This guy just name dropped himself. <laughs> I was, uh, that's what I call masturbating, traveling through Lee County. I was really exploring the land. Oh, God, yeah, I was every crevice of Lee County, every <laughs> fertile valley. Um, I was traveling through Lee County with two friends, a lawyer and a doctor, both of whom lived in my hometown, when night caught us out on the road. Seeing a tiny cabin nearby, we rode our weary horses down the lane to inquire of the owner if there was a barn or a vacant house where we could camp for the night. As one does. Yep. Well, preacher, the man said after I'd introduced myself and made my request, there's a vacant house not far from here, but you don't want to stay there on account of the ghost. A ghost, I thought, with a spark of interest. Ooh. Spirits don't frighten me, I told the man, patting the Bible I always kept in a travel bag at my side. Where's this house? (laughs) <laughs> Lee Lee County is ready for play. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Um, his Bible was right next to, like, a stack of anime, so the guy was, like, confused about 
what gives him strength, but <laughs> the the Bible, which I had hollowed out and where I kept my gun. <laughs> After some hesitation, the man gave us directions to the house and loaded us up with wood for a fire. Then he bade us a fearful farewell, running back into his house as though the devil were on his heels. We all heard him. Uh, we all heard the door slam behind him. The unspoken message was very clear. If we wanted to mess with ghosts, that was our business. He'd warned us, and that was as much as he was going to do for fools that knowingly stayed in a haunted house. <laughs> I tried warning goodbye. Click, click, click. <laughs> the vacant house was not far away from the man's cabin. Well, unfortunate for that old guy. He seems to be pretty pissed scared of it. Yeah. So. It's... <laughs> He's like, I hate looking at it, but it's right there. It's a real NIMBY situation. Yeah. Standing in a tall grove of pines. It had been neglected for so long that part of the roof had fallen in, and only half of the porch was still attached to the house. Ah, oh, that roving porch disease. You hate to see an old house get it. You start <laughs> to get the wandering porch. <laughs> Porches just work different in the South. Just, they just float away, <clears throat> I guess. Most of the windows were shattered. <laughs> after, after a while, they become sentient and start kind of... <laughs> they crawl off into the woods and birth a new house. <laughs> yeah. Mommy, where do houses come from? Well, when a porch is a porch, uh, it crawls away. <laughs> oh, well, asked and answered. I love you, Mom. <laughs> Good night. Good night. It was a dismal sight in uh, it was a dismal sight in the light of the small lantern my lawyer friend had produced from his saddlebag. We rubbed the horses down and hobbled them in the shelter of the huge pines. I guess it's it's that's nice. It's yeah. always important to give you a nice post ride rub down. That's yeah, yeah. To just the horses. Yourself nice and nice and cozy. It was a grassy place beside a very small spring and would have been a pleasant place if it weren't so if it weren't for the menacing structure beside it. We walked up onto the wobbling front porch and I pulled open the front door, which gave a sinister squeal as it swung forward. I suppose Oh, folks, we're getting kicked out of the park. Yeah. Looks like I mean, either that or we're about to get murdered. Uh, well, yeah. um, that being the case, I mean, we can just like wrap up. Uh, we can take it outside and wrap up there. Yeah. They're just driving right by. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah, they're just lost. That's just an eerie Prius. Eerie Prius. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, folks, that was legitimately spooky. Yeah. Uh, it, it, there's a certain speed that a car moves that yeah. bodes ill. Yeah, nothing, nothing good <laughs> happens coming out of a, a four mile. Like a walking speed car is yeah. just that's bad news. That's not what you want. Anyway, you slice it. All right, so we're at a spooky so, house. We're at a spooky it's house. Having a baby. Uh, a sinister squeal as this door swings open. Nasty atmosphere, my doctor friend. But doctor friend, this is like a fucking Ben Shapiro in here with his uh, doctor wife, as he refers to his wife. Uh, my doctor wife. My I doctor bought, friend. I bought one single two by four, four <laughs> and uh, they gave me a plastic bag. <laughs> and I, I bought a two by four, and I only need one, and they gave me a little bag, and I uh, went right out of it. I have never heard him talk, and I'm so happy. Oh, he talks in double speed. Oh he talks like Twista raps. It's ridiculous. Ugh, I hate the world we live in. I hate Ben Shabibo. <laughs> um, nasty atmosphere, my doctor friend observed as we stepped into the decrepit front hall. Is that your medical opinion? No wonder folks think this place is haunted. Cool. Fair enough. Spoken like a lawyer. I got no. This is the doctor. Sorry. Uh, we stared in dismay at the tattered, mud-stained wallpaper and the mildewed carpet on the floor. It must have been an elegant home once. <laughs> I could have seen. 
I, I can see several moldering portraits and silver candle sconces affixed to the walls, uh, but these were so tarnished that they barely reflected the lantern light. It's kind of crazy that this place hasn't been robbed yet. I mean, there's still silver. Too spooky. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Dusty cobwebs festooned the ceiling, and a small tree was growing halfway up the center staircase. That's kind of cool. That's cool, yeah. Yeah, this, nice... this is like, this is featured on some Instagram of like, nature takes it back. Yeah, right. Um, the air in the house was many degrees cooler than outside. I shivered, feeling invisible eyes peering at me from somewhere close. The gaze didn't feel particularly menacing. I knew in that instant that the stories were correct. This place was haunted. All right, this guy's on board. It's full 180. All it took was a, a moldy carpet. Yeah. Oh, this place is gross. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, this place is spookily unhygienic. <laughs> There's still a roof over this room, the lawyer called from the front parlor. And I think we can get a fire lit in that grate. Excellent, said the doctor, missing a clear opportunity to say great instead. <laughs> Hurrying into the room with a shudder. For some reason, I feel terribly chilled. Side note, why doesn't this fucking story just give names to these characters? No, it's you my don't doc- have to just it's, be like doctor, my, lawyer, my doctor, doctor, lawyer. It's like a fear and loathing Las Vegas thing where he's like, my doctor friend or whatever. <laughs> my attorney. <laughs> I clutched the travel bag with my Bible inside and went to join my friends. We soon had a fire crackling in the fireplace and a tin of baked beans bubbling over the coals beside a couple of roasting potatoes. The delicious smell filled the air, driving away thoughts of ghosts. That's nice. Yeah, that is nice. That does sound good. As we ate our late supper, we discussed the house and its ghost story. Oops, never mind. They're (laughs) definitely thinking about ghosts, though. I do love this food. It's a nice distraction from the ghosts that we're talking about right now. I don't believe in ghosts, said the lawyer, shaking his head. There is at least one tale of a ghost in the Holy Bible, I told him, wiping my mouth on a napkin extracted from the doctor's saddlebag. You know, the big one. (laughs) The the holy G. I do believe in ghosts, and I think this place is haunted. Okay. Untraditional Christian a little bit. Come around on it a little bit. What would you do if you saw a ghost, asked the doctor with interest. Speak to it, of course, I said with uh, more aplomb than I felt. If a spirit shows up tonight, you boys best leave the talking to me. The talking. All right. Don't worry. I'll hit on the ghost for you. Ghost negotiator, I guess. (laughs) That made us laugh. (laughs) We were in good spirits as we spread blankets out on the dusty floor and lay down to sleep. But sleep eluded me, and the air in the parlor was growing more and more frigid, though it was midsummer. Ooh. Ooh, and there's a fire. Yeah. And bean farts. Mm Mm-hmm. Many bean farts. Chills crept up my arms and legs, and a feeling of dread kept me still and silent under my blanket. Something was coming. I could sense it long before the noises began. The bean farts. (laughs) It's It's like early on in uh, the lighthouse when it's just lots of farts. Uh, The first manifestation came uh, from the loft overhead. There was a deep sighing sound, followed by footsteps and the clanking of heavy chains being dragged across the floor. The doctor rolled over, and his, his head fell off the saddlebag that he was using as a pillow. Okay, I thought that sentence was way more intense. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, he's dead. No, we're not, we're not doing um, Sleepy Hollow just yet. <laughs> not yet. Give it a second. On the far side of the fire, the lawyer sat bolt upright, staring overhead. Both men turned frightened faces towards me in the dim light of the dying fire, as the door to the hallway banged open, 
and when a chill breeze swept through the room. Remember, let me do the talking. I stammered, trying to sound brave, but sounding like a real puss. <laughs> my whole body was shaking so badly, I couldn't have even run, even if I wanted to. Inside my head, I kept repeating, I'm a man of God, nothing can harm me. <laughs> That's pretty hard. I'm going to start saying that as my mantra. Ich bin ein Berliner. Ich bin ein Christian. Ich bin ein Lutheran. Your Virginian keeps skewing towards, like, Kennebunkport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got wandering accent disease. Yeah, it, it, happens. it happens to the best of us. I, I only wished I believed it, um, that he's a man of God. Sure. I assume. Yeah. We heard the chains dragging down the staircase and saw a bluish light fill the hallway outside. Then, the glowing figure of a woman appeared in the doorway. Ooh. Ooh. The bluish light from her body illuminated the front parlor and cast strange, swirling shadows into the corners. Bean farts. Bean farts. <laughs> Wrapped in heavy chains, she moaned softly as she made her way past the cowering lawyer whose teeth were chattering so loud I could hear him from across the room. Sick burn. <laughs> the glowing woman stopped in front of the fireplace and turned towards us, her face twisted in agony, her hands wringing together so hard that phantom blood spurted through her translucent fingers. This is going to be one of those like lame Crimson Peak ghosts. Oh, yeah. Ugh. It's like more gothy and yeah. aesthetic than yeah. like actually a horror movie. Ugh. This is my big moment, and I nearly flubbed it. I, hey, buddy, it's okay. <laughs> You're doing all right. The ghost put its hand on my shoulder. It happens to every man yeah. sometimes. <laughs> I, had to, <laughs> I had to clear my throat twice before any sound would emerge. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, what do you want? I intoned. Sounding like a schoolboy playing a game. <laughs> that was what I was going for. Sure. Rather uh, than a minister of the Lord declaiming to a phantom. I'll have the uh, CIA uh, <laughs> inject drugs into your eyeball to make it look like an overdose. I uh, will MK Ultra a phantom. <laughs> I'll do it. Uh, I had been taught to recite this litany. Oh, sorry. I skipped a little. Nope. Nope. We're good. That's fine. I had been taught to recite the litany three times in order to release the voice of the spirit. And by the third time, I sounded almost like myself again. As the third repetition of my question, uh, at the third repetition of my question, the ghost began to moan again, a sound that raised every hair on my body and made my legs quiver as though they wanted to run. It was sheer willpower that kept me seated. The doctor gasped and ducked his head under the blanket as the moan grew louder and higher in pitch. The lawyer clapped his hands to his ears as the piercing sound hit an unbearably high note. Then it ceased, and the phantom spoke. I guess our tea is done. Yeah. <laughs> I was murdered in this house, she whispered. It's her whisper, all right? People I was whisper differently. murdered in this house. My sweetheart killed me for my money and no. buried me in the cellar. All right, we're not... That's that's untenable. Don't I'm gonna worry. I'm gonna walk in away from that one. Um, Get off my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to find my bones. Find my bones. <laughs> they do a lot of eyes and whys in that one, so it's, it's I'm legally required to Gotta stretch, stretch it out. Em. Got it. Yeah. The ghost's last three words became another high-pitched wailing. I hugged my Bible against my chest, 
wondering if I should abjure the spirit again in the name of the Father, the Son, and the third one. The big one. <laughs> but her wailing stopped abruptly and continued to speak. When you do find my bones, you must give them a Christian burial, all save the bones of my little finger. I want you to keep the finger bone, and I want you to set a dinner and invite your neighbors. <laughs> all right. After you have asked the blessing, pass the finger bone around on a silver plate. <laughs> the bone will stick to the hand of the man who killed me. Ooh. The ghost paused again and moaned. Kind of her thing. Yeah. <laughs> this time, her voice went low and deep. It rumbled in the pit of my stomach, making me nauseous. Across the room, the lawyer curled up into a little ball, rocking back and forth with his hands still clamped over his ears. I fumbled in my shirt, and I pulled out a silver cross on a chain, which I held up to the spirit. The sight of the cross recalled her to herself, and the sound abruptly ceased. Before my sweetheart killed me, I hid my money where he could not find it. If you carry out my request, I will reveal the hiding place to you, and you may have the money and my blessing. The phantom concluded. I hid it under a big black dog corpse. (laughs) (laughs) She stared deep into my eyes, her glowing orbs burning into mine. I swallowed three times and stammered, I will do as you ask. Satisfied, the ghost vanished with a puff of air. The room went dark, save for the glowing embers of the fire. The doctor groaned and poked an eye out from under the blanket. They keep uh, phrasing things as if something cool and violent happened, yeah, but nope, yeah. nope not nope. actually. The doctor pulled his out? eyeball out of his head. <laughs> is it safe to come out? He whispered hoarsely. I think so, I muttered. Across the room, the lawyer groaned almost as piteously as the phantom. There are times, he said, when I wish grown men were allowed to run home screaming for their mothers. You and me both, I said sincerely. We waited until the next morning, when the sun was shining brightly over the pine grove before we went down into the cellar and disinterred the murdered girl. And then we took the bones to the local sheriff and told him where we'd found the body. Yep, fair enough. We all attended the funeral of the unknown girl a few days later. The only bone missing when the coffin was placed in the ground was the bone of her little finger. (laughs) And a rib, but that was for me. Yeah. That was for soup later. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's for daddy. <laughs> As the ghost requested, I threw a big dinner party a week after the funeral and invited the whole neighborhood. I found it a little strange that she wanted me to invite the people from my town, which was many miles from where her body had been buried, but I obeyed her request to the letter. Yeah, sure enough. After the blessing, I passed around the bone on a silver platter, calling it a curiosity and asking my neighbors to guess what it was. <laughs> you know that, like, Virginia, a hundred years ago, like, three people would have been like, is it candy? Can I eat it? And another lot of people were like, finger bone, finger bone, finger, finger bone. I've seen a finger bone. <laughs> yeah, man, I have a necklace made of those. Um, <laughs> the woman seated beside me at the table gave me an odd look, but she picked up the bone as requested and examined it. Is it some kind of animal bone? <laughs> She asked. (laughs) Not a bad guess, I replied. (laughs) 
<laughs> Let's see what the others think. In this a way. Guy, this guy's got big, like, uh, game show yeah. host energy. <laughs> Let's Not see. a bad guess. Let's pass it around. <laughs> Tonight on Bone or Not a Bone. It's going around. He's kissing all of them. <laughs> it's real fucking family feud energy. Oh, yeah. She put the bone back on the platter and handed it to the lawyer, who winked at me, picked up the bone, and pretended to examine it. I think it comes from a raccoon, he said before putting the bone back on the platter and handing it to the man seated beside him. The man was the cousin of one of my parishioners who was boarding at the time with his relative. As soon as the man picked up the finger bone, I knew he was the one. (laughs) I'm not sure if it is an animal bone, he said, and then tried to turn it over, but the bone stuck to his fingers and wouldn't come off. What's this? He exclaimed. Witch bones! You gave me witch bones! <laughs> witch bones! He exclaimed, trying and failing to drop the bone. He shook his hand violently, but the bone was stuck fast. My eyes met those of the sheriff from Lee County, who had been invited to join the dinner party. You are correct, I said loudly over the alarmed exclamations. It is not the bone of an animal. It's the bone of a murdered woman found in a house over in Lee County. <laughs> the, the man's eyes widened in sudden understanding and color as color flooded his face. Get it off me, he begged, holding his hand out towards me. It is not in my power to remove the finger bone, I said. Only you can remove it. The other guests looked from the bone, the man's face, puzzled. Then one or two blinked in horror. It was the bone of a murdered woman. Yeah. And it was sticking to this man's hands. Which, of course, as we all know, means that he did it. Did that mean he was dot, 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 question mark? Yeah. (laughs) Actual. we all know how bones work. They stick to murderers. Common knowledge. I saw the internal struggle reflected in the man's expression. He realized that he was caught, but not sure whether to confess or run. Honestly, if it was me, I would do neither... I'd just be like, I got a weird sticky bone situation. This is weird. What does this mean? And I plead the fifth. Is this haunted? Get it off of me. He went very pale and slowly slumped against the back of his chair, staring at the bone stuck to his hand. Then he jerked to his feet and screamed, I did it! I confess! I killed my sweetheart for her money and I buried her in the cellar. (laughs) He said in a moment of ill-advised candor. (laughs) Yep. A little much, a little much, you know. Not a great... Easy witness. Sure. You know what I mean? It's really, you know, sometimes you just poke them with a fork and they're done. Yeah. Sometimes you got to play good cop, bad bone, and then they'll just they'll crack. <laughs> good cop, bone cop. <laughs> Ooh, I like. As, as he spoke, the bone quivered on his hand. Every eye was fixed upon it as it slowly fell from the man's hand, clattering down on the silver platter that sat demurely on the table in front of them. All right. All right. Dainty platter, sure. Then the, then the sheriff came quietly around the table and led the shaking man away. When my house was empty, again, save for my two friends, I asked if they wanted to share the treasure, should the ghost keep her promise. They both shook their heads. They were well-to-do and had everything they wanted. What did they do for a living again? I can't remember. Oh, we're just all doctor friends. <laughs> just everyone. I think the guy's a past. He's a preacher. I'm, uh... <laughs> Uh, whereas I was a poor minister who could barely make ends meet. If you find it, you keep it, said my lawyer friend, and the doctor agreed. You need it. Obviously, the Lord doesn't provide. If you're broke-ass, why don't you take that ghost coin? 
<laughs> we don't want any of your haunted money. Yeah. The ghost did appear to me later that night and told me exactly where to find the money she'd hidden from her sweetheart. I went to the location the next day, and the money was right where she said it would be. It amounted to several thousand dollars, enough to keep me in comfort for the rest of my days. Uh, now that'd be probably like a million dollars. You'd be like one Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I used it to buy and restore the haunted house in the Pine Grove. Aww. In due time, I brought a bride to that house, and together we raised a family there. One of those preachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pro- yeah. he's got a bunch of brides at some point. I don't know, he's a weird... <laughs> he's like a ghosty boy. I don't know. I'm the preacher of my own kind of religion, and we believe in one thing. Yeah. Fucking. Fucking. <laughs> It became a very happy place indeed, filled with love and laughter and frequent visits from my doctor and lawyer friends. But the ghost girl was never seen again. The end. Uh, uh, I have fewer questions. Sure. I mean, you know, other than what, like, bone magnetism is. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 that one was fine. That one was more fun. I said fine, not fun, but sure. We can, you know, we can give it that. Um, That one, I also remember a variation of from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. And in that one, instead of throwing a weird fucking, like, uh, look at my tchotchkes dinner party, the preacher put the finger bone in the collection plate. And when that went around church, it stuck to a guy's hand and he freaked out. Okay, that does ring a bell. Yeah, that also just, I guess you have to change it a bit. Yeah. To be like, yeah, don't sue me, uh, <laughs> the estate of Alvin Schwartz's family. But, yeah. Um, <clears throat> that one was fine. It was okay. It was okay. That ghost was too verbose. You really like, oh, I'll give you the... I mean, I guess if you haven't spoken for a while. Yeah. Like, nobody said the litany three times. Yeah. Like, she's an introvert, but it's been a... Uh, <sighs> she's got a lot. Battery's yeah. real. Like, I got to run down this battery while I'm here. Exactly. Before I get to the other side and I'm fucking talking the devil's ear off or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think if the story had done a better job of, like, spelling out the rules without the ghost just being like, you're going to do this, and then this is going to happen, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to give you money, and then all those things just yeah. happen. Yeah. There's no real uh, conflict or suspense. It could be one of those, like, take a coin. Take one of the coins from my from my fortune and you know, pass it around the table. Like, that makes more sense than showing a bunch of people a bone. Yeah. It's like a hundred years ago. They know what bones look like. They'd be like, is yeah. this a fucking finger bone? Yeah. Are you showing me a fucking dead thing? We're eating dinner. It's yeah. It's gonna fall in the soup, you fucking weirdo. Yeah, yeah. Weird dinner party. Yeah. I'd be I'd be so mad if I went to, like, the big event of the town <laughs> of the, the season. Do you hear the new preachers having a dinner party? <laughs> well, what's it gonna be like? Bone. Just Mostly just a finger bone. <laughs> Uh, what, what do you, what do you think rating wise? Mm, I'm going to give this one, um, one and a half digits <laughs> out of five. <laughs> um, one and a half fingy bones <laughs> um, out of a full hand of five. I think that's fair. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give this one, um, two poked out eyeballs from my lawyer friend. Oh, okay. Out, out of, uh, just in general. <laughs> just, you know, uh, yeah. I guess, let's see, uh, out, of a set, out of six. Out of six existing eyeballs I can dig it. in the house. Yeah, that was another thing. Why don't, why, huh. Can we have one of these unnamed? Give me a little bit of gore. Give a little me like, bit of gore. You know, something vaguely spooky happening. Yeah, they find her body. I don't know. This was, so the thing in, in the scary stories to tell in the dark version, the ghost 
comes up to the preacher and grabs him by the lapel yeah and is like find my bones and you know it ends with the preacher saying i had that jacket for years and years and no matter how many times i washed it that spot never went away yeah you get a little Macbeth in yeah, there yeah a little nice. something just something some flavor some salt yeah a little bit of ghostly bouillon yeah 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 um well i think I think the uh, the fire is is burning low. Night has fallen at the cemetery, and now we have to contend with the possibilities of people lurking in the shadows and the raccoons that always show up. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any spooky tales of your own? Oh, well, I mean, I guess I guess I have one like really like big event in my life that really changed my life as far as like a ghost story goes, sure. and it's. It's, I, I, I thought about this before I came on the pod. I, I know that this is like a ha-ha thing. Like ha, uh, the ha-ha is not really going to be there in this one because it's a pretty dark story. Oh, no. Um, but <laughs> look, I mean, that's, look, often, often the, the stories we get in the, in the third part of this are, you know, by, by the very nature of like a personal ghost story, yeah, it's going to be a little bit. I mean, it's not, it's not easy for me to talk about, but it's been some years. Yeah. Um, and I, I was in love, uh, with a man and, uh, he was murdered and, um, in like just a a senseless act of street crime. And, um, I, I got really into like art therapy to get through it. Mm -hmm. And, um, at, at some point I just remember like throwing this pot, you know, and as my fingers were weaving through the clay, it was like he, I could just feel his energy come up behind me and entwine with my own fingers. And it was like both of our hands, my, my flesh hands and his spectral hands were working together sensuously to mold the clay together, you know? And it was just such a powerful, you know, supernatural event in my life. I, I'll never forget it. And also Whoopi Goldberg was there. <laughs> Fuck you. So that's my ghost story. You had, you, you, I had 42 seconds of being like, oh, this is a really tender moment from Dave. Uh, no. No, all right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have any, um, I love spooky stuff, and I love going to, like, spooky places and feeling spooky. I, I don't have any, like, really uh, sort of difficult-to-explain ephemera sort of th- things that would make a good story. Yeah. I Look, I think you recounting that that amazing moment from <laughs> from the... Oscar-winning film *Ghost*, starring Whoopi Goldberg and Swayze. Yeah. No, it, let's. It's starring it Whoopi Goldberg and co-starring and whoever. Um, that that works. All right. Well, then, uh, that being the case, I will responsibly douse the fire until it is dead out mm. to prevent wildfires. Excellent. Um, and in that time, why don't you tell uh, the good people listening where they can find you? Well, let's see. You can find me on Facebook and all sorts of Facebook groups, telling the jokes, shit in the posts, because I'm a big old shit poster. And um, you, you, I'm going to be, uh, you know, my, my, my old co-host, Nick Puente, got himself uh, a beautiful partner and moved to Hawaii, a.k.a. Uh, yeah, it is kind of like he died and went to heaven. Oh, I just killed him to replace him on VHS. Oh, is that is this like... Oh, he moved upstate to Hawaii. Yeah, he <laughs> went. He went to a farm. He this, lives on a farm. That's now. what we say about all comedians that die. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I I do want to reboot the VHS Vengeance podcast, so that might be happening. 
Awesome. But um, yeah, you that's look, pretty much all I got to play. You can look out for that. Uh, and uh, you're uh, you're 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 gonna be you're gonna be kicking around at the uh, the dark arts fest this this, uh, this Halloween at uh, at Kelly's Olympian. Mm-hmm. Um, the spookiest vaguely biker themed bar vaguely. in downtown Portland. It's still pretty bougie, honestly. <laughs> but you know, maybe a guy a guy on a bike that's really new might show up. <laughs> well, and uh, and you can find me on uh, on the internet. Uh, I'm at that Avalon on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can follow the show at Boohaha Pod, and uh, more importantly, you can email us your spooky stories at Boohaha Pod at G gmail.com and uh until next time oh well before we go i forgot i I forgot to put this into my plug i have an instagram and it's literally called dead underscore greg it's appropriate i don't care if you follow it but it is (laughs) spookily titled so if you want to hit me up at dead underscore greg if you want to be slightly alarmed whenever you scroll through the list of people you're following oh look at this hipster took some pictures of things that he saw it's it's a good instagram there's a lot of good things that this hipster saw yeah yeah so that's that's it for All me. Right. We'll ch- we'll check you out, and uh, now uh, we're gonna uh, book it. Righteous, run! Oh God! Go go! What up, Sobelow listeners? It's your boy Shane Hosey, and I want to tell you a little bit about my podcast, The Hosey Hustle. Every other week I sit down with a guest and we talk about product and service submissions from you, the listener. Terrible ideas, like cigarettes for dogs. And we'll sit there and we'll talk about how to make them ready for the big scary economy. Basically, we take bad ideas and we make them worse. So why don't you give us a listen? The Hosey Hustle, part of Sobelow Media. Now get back to the show you were originally listening to. You probably like it a lot. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This is as above, so below.